Podcast Network Asia. What is up, everybody, and welcome to another special, special episode of the Class Clown Podcast. I guess when I say special two times in a row, it really means that it's special. Hindi <laughs> single special. It's doubly special. First, let me introduce myself. My name is Chino Liao, and I am here today to bring you another exciting, information-filled, entertaining, and hopefully somewhat funny episode. At least modest ako dun sa last part na yun. Uh, of the Class Clown Podcast with my very special guest for this week. Attorney Chell Diokno. Now, before we get to Attorney Chell and, and discuss briefly why he decided to be on my podcast, out of all the podcasts in the world he could be on, he decided to be on this one. I It has come to my attention that I have new listeners. So, new listener in the world, thank you and welcome to this small podcast attempt of mine. Uh, if you have chosen to listen to this, for self-improvement or mental health, then I am sorry you have made a terrible mistake. <laughs> it's the blind leading the blind in here. You know, it's not going to be the best choice for your mental uh, capacities. However, if you just want to hang out and listen to somebody annoy very important people, then you have come to the right place. Very important people like Attorney Chell Jokno. Attorney Chell is a human rights lawyer who turned college professor, turned Senate aspirant. And some of you may know him from his previous attempt at the Senate seat in the 2016 elections. Unfortunately, he did not make the cut. However, he ha- that doesn't stop him. He does not know the word the meaning of the word quit. And so he's on this little podcast of mine to explain his side of things as well as his outlook on everyday life. Because if you know a little something about Attorney Chell Jokno, you'll know that he's actually a very lighthearted and very woke lolo. Those are his words, not mine. So without further ado, let's jump right in to this Quick, quick conversation with attorney Chell Jokno. You know, it's a big episode when I have to put on my nicest shirt in a podcast recording because we have the biggest guest this podcast has had in a long, long while. Walang sinabi ibang guest ko dito sa guest na to. So let's, without further ado, let's bring him on. Attorney Chell Jokno, welcome to the Class Clown Podcast. Hi, Chino, and uh, hi to everyone watching. It's uh, thank you for having me. Thank you, sir. Sa pag-accept ng invitation ko, no? alam kong madami kayong ginagawa. No? So can you like give me a brief glimpse into what a day is like for you now? Dahil nga campaign season na and syempre madami kayong kalaban dyan, di ba? So what are you, how do you get through your day? Grabe ang uh, schedule ko. Kung buklatin mo yung aking calendar, from day to day, I usually have seven, eight, sometimes even wow. ten events. 
Mabuti na lang, uh, most of them are online. Kaya hindi naman ako, wala akong issue sa travel time. Pero na, nakakapagod din yung kaharap mo yung computer o yung phone mo. And of course, pag ikaw ay tagapagsalita, ay, it is um, added pressure. But I'm kind of used to it because I've been doing this for several months already. Kaya medyo nakapag-adjust naman tayo. Oo, kasi sir, yung last time yung mag-campaign, di ba? In person pa yun eh. Diba? Yes. Oo. Tapos okay. eto, ngayon lahat Zoom na. <laughs> nakaupo ka na lang the whole day as opposed to nakaupo ka sa traffic the whole day. Di ba? <laughs> well, mas marami kang ma-attendan ng mga event. Ganito. Um, kasi dati, hirap-hirap uh, uh, noon. Super traffic tayo noon. Yes, tama, tama. Di ba? So at least kahit paano may konting relief naman tayo dito. So kayo, sir, okay. Hindi ko na hindi ko nabanggit sa inyo to before we started, but I actually am friends with your son, si Pepe. We both went to the same high school oh, together. Yeah. yeah. And pareho kami into film. So, naisip ko din, sir, na it was a little shocking yung sinabi sa akin na anak niyo siya. Di ba? Because I would have expected na yung tatay niya would be into the arts field as well. <laughs> di ba? So, pero ngayon, nakikita niyo, sir, di ba? Nasa TikTok na kayo. And may may following kayo sa TikTok. So, what inspired you to to get into that? Well, first of all, although I'm not in the arts, actually, my kids all grew up in a environment where I love music and I, I love you know, cultural things. Kaya that maybe was what helped to form him into a film director. But, you know, yung, yung ginagawa ko on, on a daily basis is really something that is, has to be creative, eh? even as a lawyer. Kaya kahit na medyo iba at seryoso yung uh, field ko, tingin ko it's, um, there are so many connections between what, what we do. Right. So, yun, ang ganda nung sinabi niyo, sir, creativity as a lawyer. Kasi hindi yan yung unang pumapasok sa isip ng mga tao when they say law, eh, di ba? Usually, it's all frumpy and serious and sumisigaw kayo ng objection, your honor. Diba? So, paano nyo, paki-explain naman sa mga listeners natin kung ano yung ibig sabihin mo by creativity in, in law. Well, first of all, in coming up with arguments, kasi ang trabaho ng lawyer really is to persuade. And when you appear, let's say, before a judge, yung mga judge, sanay na sanay na yan, they're sick and tired of hearing the same arguments from the mouths of lawyers. So if you want your case to stand out, you have to find a way to make it different. You have to find a way to really appeal to the imagination of the judge. As a lawyer who's been in, in the practice for three decades already, challenge sa akin yon. That's also how I keep you know excited about the, the profession. Because for me, it's really a question of how well can you communicate a message so that people will understand and be persuaded by it. Right. So yung lessons ba na to, sir, nakapass ka din sa students nyo? Kasi professor din kayo, di ba? Yun. Oh, actually, as an educator, I try to imbibe that in my students as well. Na yung law, hindi lang yan yung pag-aaral ng batas, hindi lang yan yung pagsusulat ng mga kahaba-habang mga dokumento. It's really all about advocacy and persuasion and they shouldn't forget that. Right, right. So, napapansin ko din, sir, na malapit talaga kayo sa youth. Diba? Kaya yung number one choice ng youth ngayon 
in terms, lalo na ngayon, may TikTok kayo, like we mentioned in the start of, of the program here. So, ang interesting lang kasi, what draws you, first of all, to the youth sa kabataan? Is it because of your history as a professor? Is it because malapit ka talaga sa younger generation? You know, I really don't know. And it's actually in the reverse. Eh? During the 2019 campaign, we began to notice that they felt really connected with with me. And that's why in sometime in the middle of the campaign, bigla ko naririnig yung word na woke lolo. <laughs> Hindi ko pa naintindihan yun noon. Uh-huh. I, I had to ask one of my kids, sabi ko sa daughter ko, ano ba ang ibig sabihin yan? And when she explained it to me, I said, well, that, that means that somehow my message is getting across. And perhaps it's also the fact that I I have always, even with my own children, I never down to them kahit nung malilate sila I, I treated them on the same level you know we're, we're not the father-son uh, yung parang paternalistic type or father-daughter and maybe that's how that's yun ang dating ko rin siguro sa kanila kaya they feel very open to me and I am also very open to them right right that's actually very well said na you are able to treat the young as people on your level as adults in the sense diba kasi yan yung isa sa mga hinihina mga youth ngayon. So, with that said, no, yung appeal mo sa kabataan, sir, how do you feel about that? No, ano na feel mo na ginagawan ka ng fan art na dinuduwet <laughs> yung videos mo? Ano yung feel mo about that? You know, it's, it's very energizing. It's really enervating. And it's quite inspiring. I draw so much of the their power and, and I sense so much from them. And that has also led me to study our history. Kasi nung, nung lumabas nga yung support na nanggagaling sa kabataan, naisip ko rin eh, ano bang naging role ng youth sa ating kasaysayan? And I, I realized that ever since, even from the time of the Spanish period up to now, the youth have always been at the forefront of our country in terms of pushing for our nation and for our freedoms. And I, even in this pandemic, I've seen the same. Na, you know, ang kabataan talaga yung unang nanindigan at unang nagsabi na sandali lang, uh, we need to call you out because this is not right what's happening. Hey, hey, it's time for everybody's favorite part of the podcast. That is right. It is time for advertisements. Chino needs to make money so that he doesn't have to write about things like how to wear skirts during winter or stylish tips for mom. That's exactly what I'm writing right now for for a living. I am a content writer, but I don't want to be a content writer forever, which is why I need your help, guys. I need your help. So if you are a shopper on Lazada, if you are a shopper on Shopee, if you are are a shopper on Amazon, well, guess what? I have links to all of them. Before you add to cart, may I please ask that you go to linktr.ee slash Chino Supersized. Again, linktr.ee slash Chino Supersized. You will find the links to all three of those retailers. Just click on them add to cart and I get a little something something care 
of the good people of Lazada, Shopee, Amazon, and of course, Podcast Network Asia. Also, if you're looking for a great VPN, but what might might I suggest Nord VPN? Nord VPN will do a better job at me with saying words and protecting your data privacy. That is right. VPNs are not just for accessing different Netflix content. It is also a great way to secure your data, especially if you are using public Wi-Fi. All you have to do, again, is log on to linkeree slash Cheeto Supersized and the link to NordVPN can also be found there. Got it? Great. Now let's jump right back into the podcast only here on the Class Cloud Podcast. Actually, tama din kayo, sir, in saying that kasi, di ba, yung revolution ngayon, nasa digital platform na eh, di ba? Ang dami nang nag-share, nag-tweet, nag-like, nag-post, di ba? And all those things. So, yung landscape kasi ng digital media and social media in a way, parang intimidating yan for, di ko naman sabihin, people of your generation, di ba? <laughs> pero, pero totoo naman, di ba? Kaysa inyo nang galing yun. Sir, so kayo ba, sir, nung pumasok kayo dyan sa field na yan, na-intimidate din ba kayo? Or you just took the chat, took it as a challenge? You know, I wasn't sure really what would happen and whether it would work or not. Pero, nung nag-usap nga kami ni Pepe, sabi ko, tinatanong niya ako, sabi ko, Oh, why not? Because I, I'm I'm open to to trying anything. You know, a lot of people don't know that I was actually a voice talent in one of the advertisements wow. of the bypassed movie. Yung trailer. Okay, wow. Alam yes. yung trailer. Yes. And when people saw heard saw the ad and, and the trailer and, and heard my voice, hindi nila na connect na akpalayon. It's only later when I talked about it that. People said, ah, ikaw pala yung voice talent doon. And, and that came about really as almost spontaneously. Because one of the guys who was involved in the sound production of that movie, I just, it so happened, I had the meeting with him. We were talking about something else. And after the meeting, he said, may ginagawa ka ba ngayon? Sabi ko, wala naman. Sumama ka sa akin, pumunta tayo sa studio. Sabi ko, anong gagawin natin sa studio? Basta i-re-record kita, gusto-gusto ko yung boses mo. Sabi ko, ah, hindi ako marunong niyan. And he said, no, 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 just come with me. Sabi niya gano'n. And we'll, we'll do something and just try it. So ako naman, oh, sige, sige, subukan natin. We go to the to the sound studio and he hands me a piece of paper. Nung binasa ko, malalim na Tagalog. Sabi ko, sabi ko, pare, hindi ko kaya to. Hindi ako sanay. Sabi niya, practice mo lang ng konti yan. We can do number of takes and kaya mo yan. So despite my you know hesitance my reluctance oh, sige sige let's try so I, I rehearsed it a few times and after a few takes he said okay we're done I'm, are you sure yeah sabi niya okay na to i like what you how you delivered it and and that's how i got, got to become wow a trailer <laughs> so tama din place na you know you grew up in a very or you were raised in a very artistic background kasi diba tingnan niyo 
may celebrity status na din pala kayo, sir. <laughs> Part kayo ng Eric Mackey movie, diba? Uh, Oo. Na, ako, mas proud pa nga ako niyan kaysa sa ibang mga naging sinasabi nila achievements ko eh. <laughs> <laughs> so, from your achievements, diba? Like, ngayon, diba? Kasama kayo sa Bibles. Hindi naman natin ma-avoid na matami kayong detractors, diba? Tulad ng nakikita natin sa social media. Ang daming nagpo-point out ng everything from your career to yung ipin nyo and everything in between. Mabusisi kasi internet yan, diba? Lahat uungkatin. So kayo, sir, ano yung, how do you handle that? Yung, yung hate na binabato in your direction? You know, I, I really don't give it much of my time or attention kasi that kind of energy isn't worth devoting some attention to. Makakain ka niyan eh kung talagang nag-engage ka. Kaya ako, ang, ang feeling ko dyan, you wanna be that way? You wanna put your whole soul into being a hater? That's your problem. That's not my problem. At hindi ko gagawin problema yan. Kaya to me, it really doesn't affect me. And yung ibang mga bashing trolling, I don't even bother reading it. Eh, bahala kayo sa buhay nyo. Ganun na attitude ko. That's actually a very a very good point kasi isa yan sa lessons ng internet, never read the comments. <laughs> And Ken, tutunan nyo agad yun. So, so advanced na kayo sa internet etiquette, kumbaga. <laughs> Pero, sir, di ba, nagbagat na natin yung TikTok account nyo. Your videos have recently gone viral, especially yung video nyo reacting to well, presidential spokesperson Harry Roque said yung, yung pinapagalitan niya yung mga healthcare workers natin, di ba? And I'm sure when I say viral, I mean madami kayong detractors na nakuha from the other side of, of the, sabi nating aisle, di ba? So, pagkaganan ba sir, di ba kayo natatakot to criticize yung yung government natin and uh, what makes you so passionate about doing that well you know i i've been a human rights lawyer for three decades and in that span of time i've had my fair share of threats and other forms of harassment kaya it's uh let's uh, sabihin na lang natin sanay na sanay na ako dyan. it's nothing new Of course, I take the necessary precautions. It's become a part of my my routine to be aware of everything and to you know be alert. But it doesn't bother me at all. Right, right. So now the bagitinatay your background as a human rights lawyer. Now you're running again for the second time as a senator, the ba? Yung first time, unfortunately, di kayo pinalad. So what's making you run again this time around? Feeling ko kasi there's unfinished business and it really has a lot to do with my advocacy for justice and for human rights. I cannot abide by the thought that my kids and other young Filipinos are going to grow up in a country where justice is so elusive and where the basic dignity of every person is not respected, especially by those in government. Uh, dapat baliktad eh. Dapat ang, ang manguna nga sa paggagalang uh, sa dignidad ng lahat ay di ba, ang, ang ating pamahalaan. Kaya ako, I cannot accept that that's happening. And you know, I, I say this often, that the one thing that we lack in our country is justice. What is holding us back 
we have such talented people. Ang gagaling ng mga Pinoy. Science, you talk about science, you talk about arts, you talk about professions. We have some of the best in the world. We have all the resources in our country. Ang ganda ng biodiversity natin, natural resources, nandyan lahat yan. So what is holding us back? How come we cannot be like other countries? You know what's holding us back? The lack of justice in the country. Because how can you ever address corruption? How can you ever address syndicates, you know, organized crime, smuggling, drugs, etc.? Kung hindi naman maayos ang justice system mo. And to me, that's the key. We want to have real development, sustainable development in our country. We need to fix our justice system. Right. Very well said, sir. Kasi nga, with your experience as a lawyer, syempre alam nyo na kailangan talagang maayos yung judicial system dito sa Pilipinas. No? But my question for you now is, is that something that can only be done as a senator? Like, may iba pa bang ways to do that? Or is this the ultimate way na masusolusyonan nyo yung problema na hinaharap nyo? Actually, matagal ko nang ipinaglalaban yan sa ibang arena, sa arena ng courtroom. But uh, umabot na ako sa punto na sabi ko, hindi natin maaayos itong problema kung sa loob lang ng hukuman tayo lalaban. You need to have political power to strengthen the justice system because the flaws in the system are systemic. For example, we all complain. Bakit ang sobrang bagal ang kaso dito sa atin? When, but many people don't know that one of the real reasons why it's so long is because we have vacancies in kulang kun na kulang tayo ng judge. Kulang na kulang tayo ng prosecutor. If our justice system was a hospital and it lacked doctors and it lacked nurses, every day you have new patients coming in, aabot sa punto yan na hindi nila makakayanan magbigay ng serbisyo sa lahat. At yun ang nangyayari sa ating sistema ng justicia. So we have to address that. But you see, this is the problem, Chino. Our politicians aren't even talking about it. It's not even part of their agenda. And when I ask myself, bakit ba? Bakit ba ayon nilang ayusin ng system ang justicia dito sa atin? Nung ko na-realize, dalawang dahilan tingin ko. Unang-una, Ayaw nila ng pananagutan kasi baka sila pang maunang maparusahan eh pag magandang takbo ng justice. Pangalawa, justice is all about empowerment. When when a court recognizes the rights of a fisher folk, of an indigenous person, of uh, someone who's having a problems of victims of abuse, you are empowering those people. And our politicians don't want that because they want all the power to themselves. They don't want the power to be given to the people. Wow. Okay. And dami yung, dami yung sinabi doon, sir. And, and, and forgive me if I take time to unpack all of that. No? Kasi yung workload ng, ng senator, I, I have no idea what it is. Kasi <laughs> hindi naman ako senator. Pero kayo, sir, parang doon sa sinabi nyo, parang handang handa na kayo i-take on yung role na yan eh, sa, sa Senate, di ba? Na willing na kayong pumasok dyan and take your spot as one of the lawmakers of this country. Pero sir, ang question ko sa inyo is, are you really ready to enter that political arena na parang makikipag-away ka with other senators, paglalaman mo yung kaso mo, pati TV ka, 
kukulitin yung kape nila yung buhay mo and all that. Is that really something you you've prepared yourself for? Yes, and I I think I have the background for it because it's it's very similar to the work I've been doing all this time. You know, you enter a courtroom and dami po marin makakaaway diyan. Hindi lang yung kalaban mo, minsan pati judge inaaway yo, di ba? And you have um, you have to protect your client's interests. In in the case of a senator, yung kliyente niya ay hindi na mga individual na tao, yung mismong taong bayan na, yung sambayan na yung pinag-uusapan natin. And to me, that is a greater responsibility, but I I'm really eager for the challenge because I think we it's time that we push these advocacies that have been ignored by most of the leaders of our country. More with the Class Clown podcast in a bit, but before anything else, a quick word from our friends from Love Yourself PH. The Ripple Awards are back this year. Wow! Nominate an individual, an organization, or a project that has changed the landscape of HIV advocacy in the Philippines. Nominations end October 29. For more details, visit loveyourself.ph. Again, loveyourself.ph. Together, let's celebrate the life, love, and selfless service of the HIV response champions in the Philippines. All right, now more of this episode of the Class Clown Podcast right now. So, sir, kayo, you strike me as somebody who likes to take challenges on talaga, eh, di ba? Parang willing kayong mag-overcome ng any obstacle in your life, di ba? From, from your political career, from your tenure as a professor, to now running for cent again, the second time. No? So, ano yung end goal nito? Is, is there like, is the Senate your last stop here kung manalo man kayo? Or are you reaching for a higher post? Ako, wala akong ambisyon na o pangarap na maging any high political figure really. Siguro kung meron akong ganun na sa kalooban ko, matagal na akong kumandidato noon pa. The, the, real, the reason really why I decided to throw my hat into the political arena was the fact that, you know, how can someone complain about the quality of those who are in power without being able to put yourself on the line as well? And kaya sabi ko, sige, kesa sa magre-reklamo ako ng ganito, let me see what I can do. I'm very willing to contribute to building our nation. And it's up to the electorate if they will vote for me or not. Right, right. Ang sinabi niyo, sir, also reminds me a lot of your familial background, di ba? Yung family mo. Kasi, sir, your father was also a political figure, di ba? Public figure as well. So, naka-inspire ba yun sa, sa desire niyo to run for public office? Yes, my, well, my dad is, is always been my role model and my mom. Talagang I, I really learned so much from them. And, but the, the career paths of my father and, and my own path, the trajectory has parang been opposite. Because my dad was first a senator 
And then later, he turned his back on politics and became a human rights lawyer. He gave the last maybe 15 years of his life to helping victims of human rights violations. On the other hand, I began my career as a human rights defender. That's what I've been doing for the last 30 years. And it's only now that I'm uh, throwing my hat into the political arena. But I think the main reasons for both of us are the same. And it's really a question of service to the people. Maybe it's also because of the fact that parang nasa dugo na namin yung uh, paninindigan at pagmamahal sa inang bayan. And I, I'm proud to say that because my grandfather, my dad's dad, was also a, a lawyer who for, for the poor. He was a labor lawyer. He was an educator. He later became a senator too and, and a justice of the Supreme Court. And his father was a general in the Revolutionary Army that fought with wow. Spain. Kaya, ako nga, I, I'm very proud of that lineage and I hope to carry on that kind of legacy. Wow, okay. Very very well said. Kasi alam naman natin na ang Pilipino diba, nowadays, either buboto sila ng mga names na kilala nila or artistas na nakikinan sa balot or again sila dun sa, sa ganong trend. Diba? So it, it actually strikes me as very refreshing na may ganyong kayong approach considering na yung background nyo is very, actually very well known dito sa, sa ating bansa. No? So sir, mapunta tayo ngayon sa something lighter. No? I, I actually want to talk about your sense of humor. Uh, <laughs> natatawa kayo sir kasi baka naisip nyo wala. Pero honestly sir, napapansin ko kasi sa mga TikTok videos nyo, even with the way you present yourself. It's actually very light diba? and, and very approachable. Hindi siya very domineering. Kahit sabihin yung lawyer kayo and, and sabihin natin political candidate kayo. So, saan nagagaling yung, ano niyo, yung approach nyo sa life na gano'n? Uh, ang hirap naman ang tanong mo. Hindi, hindi ko alam kung saan nagagaling yun. Pero... <laughs> Yun talaga yung, lang talaga that's kayo, where so. I come from. Uh, yeah, and I guess it's also the fact that I was born and raised in a family that was very progressive. But at the same time, we suffered a lot of trauma. Kasi nung nakulong yung dad ko, halimbawa, nung martial law, I was only 11 years old. And my entire youth was under a dictatorship. I was 11 when the martial laws declared, 25 when the Marcoses had to leave Malacanang. So my entire formation as a young man was in a country where there was no freedom. And how did that shape me? Well, because of that and because of the fact that I was I tasted injustice at a very young age, it really made me determined to, to be a fighter like my dad. And the 13 years old pa lang ako, alam ko na magiging lawyer ako eh. Kaya pag nakikita ko nagbibisang ang airpad ko papuntang court, I would always ask him, Dad, pwede ba ako sumama sa'yo? And whenever he would allow me, I would be so happy, I would carry his bag, wear a polo barong, feeling abogado na rin ako. And that has really been part of what who he was, was my dad was a really a cool character. He had a different kind of charisma. And he was so composed under pressure. Kahit anong nangyayari, he was the calm in the center of a storm. And that's the kind of thing that I always wanted to be. So when I was growing up and when I got older, I really tried to do everything I could to, to learn to be like that. 
Right, right. Thank you, sir, for answering the question that alam kong medyo convoluted siya doon tinanong ko. But thank you for answering it nonetheless. Na-appreciate ko yung... Kasi, sir, tong podcast ito has always been dedicated to to humor. Being a stand-up comedian myself, it's always been dedicated to humor, di ba? And kayo, sir, parang game the game kayo sa lahat ng podcast guestings nyo from from our friends from Machong Kispisan to our friends in Bago Matulog. Ang dami niyong sinagot na questions about for everything from porn categories to your teeth, everything in between. So sir, gusto ko lang malaman, no? Ano yung, <laughs> ano yung pumapasok sa isip niyo pag tinatanong kayo ng ganun? Like, is it something you take seriously? Or nawiwirdohan ba kayo? Or what? Well, first of all, huwag mo na ako i-serve. I feel so old. Just chill, or attorney chill is fine. Nasalian kasi. Parang nakikusap akong prof eh. So, uh, force of habit. <laughs> I have adopted this attitude of being game for anything. Kasi, you know, when you enter politics, hindi pwede yung ayoko nang ganito, ayoko nang ganyan. Dapat, uh, that's a decision you made. So, paninindigan mo dapat yon. At kasama dun yung people really want to know about politicians. They want to know about their life, the, the other side of them, hindi lang yung pagiging lawyer ko o pagiging teacher ko. And I think they deserve to know more about yung pagkatao ba ng, ng mga kandidato. And that's one of the reasons why I, I really have adopted this attitude of being open. Kasi sa tingin ko, kailangan natin yun eh. And I believe that they also sense when a politician is being close-minded and when they're open-minded. Yeah. Right. Ang ganda din nung approach na yun kasi nakita natin yan sa TikTok nyo, di ba? Where people ask you any questions and even kahit yung mga paggagong tanong sinasagot nyo, eh, di ba? <laughs> so, ano yung, how do you feel that, that you're in this role as the TikTok the father of the TikTok generation, na parang <laughs> ikaw yung tatay ng lahat, di ba? Lahat ng tinatanong nila about legal, sinasagot mo, lahat ng tinatanong nila about kagaguan, sinasagot niyo rin. <laughs> it's great. It's a nice feeling to to be that, uh, you know, to have a presence on TikTok. Nung una nga, hindi ko talaga alam kung ano yung magiging reception nila sa akin. And, it's a very fascinating experience. You know, I'm not a techie kind of guy. And I'm, although I, I do a lot of social media, hindi naman ako tulad ng younger generation na from the moment they were born and they had the you know, electronic devices with them. Ako, naalala ko pa, no, studyante ako, wala pang computer no, <laughs> Ang cellphone namin nun, ganun kalaki, ano? Yeah. But it's, it's really... It's a different kind of experience. I shoot my own TikTok, pero hindi ko siya kayang i-edit. Wala akong ano dun eh, background dun. So I, I have a team. Sila Pepe right. who take care of the editing. Right. So yung ideas ba na yun? So yung sign yun din nagagaling? Or pinipitch sa inyo? Paano ba yung, like yung, mga, yung mga TikTok videos? Kayo din ba nakakaisap ng ideas na yun? Pinag-uusapan namin. Minsan, ako yung may idea, ako nagtipitch. Minsan naman, one of my team will suggest. And then we, we see how it goes. And we look at it, kung okay ba siya o hindi. And it's, I have a lot of fun actually doing that. Hey, if you're a current podcaster or plan to start your own podcast soon, 
I want to share with you a tool that I help, that I use rather, to help me monetize my own podcast. And that, my friends, is called Podmetrics. Now, Podmetrics allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. What does that mean? Well, you can collaborate with different brands, choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast's audience. You can also get tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly to maximize your earning potential. That's not all. You can also track how many of your listeners you were able to convert and know how much you've earned in real time. Cashing out is such a a breeze thanks to Podmetrics. So if you're a podcaster, make sure to register and sign up by clicking the link in the description of this episode and use my referral code CLASSCLOWN. It's not that hard. CLASSCLOWN. It's the title of the podcast. No spaces. Type it whichever way you want. JJ spelling, all caps, no no caps. Just, just type it out. Class clown, no spaces, and you can help earn through your podcast with Podmetrics. So, answer, diba? Nandito tayo sa ating tail end of this interview with Attorney Chell Giocno. No, and may mga tinanong akong questions sa ating mga listeners. And nagbato naman sila ng mga questions. So, I hope you don't mind if I ask some of these to you in the last few minutes of the podcast. So, first first question, sir. Uh, has Harry Roque reached out to you? Yes or no? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> okay, natanong yan. Uh, anong, anong sasagot niyo sa kanya kung mag-reach out man siya sa inyo? <sighs> I, I, I don't ever think he would even try to reach out to me. But if he did, uh, I would just probably tell him, um, you have to accept responsibility for the decisions you make. Right. Thank you. Okay, next question, sir. <laughs> Ito, galing lang din sa Instagram. Magpapa-interview ba kayo kay Tony Gonzaga if given a chance? <laughs> Alam mo, na-interview na ako ni Tony. Oh, okay. Before this bruhaha with that other guy there. Yes. About several months before that. I had been interviewed. But okay. And and how was that experience, Tony. sir? Well, it was a, a, a very nice interview. It, it was quite engaging. And people who were able to watch it after said they were moved by uh, the conversation we had. Right. At least, di ba, alam naman natin na hindi bias si Tony Gonzaga. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Moving on. Ito, medyo showbiz question to. I don't know ba't tinanong to, but may nagtanong. If you were to star in your own movie, sinong magdedirect and sino yung artista na mag-play sa'yo? Oh, wow. <laughs> Siguro, madali lang yung directors. Nandiyan yung anak ko. Oo, oh, oh, tama, di ba? Pag sumagot ka na ibang director, baka... Magka-issue pa eh. <laughs> <laughs> Pero kung sino yung artista, wow. Hindi ko maiisip kung sino yung uh, next may kayang mag-play ng rento. <laughs> 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 Sir, ito, last question from our Instagram. Lists of questions. Balik tayo dun sa very end of the last elections. The results came out. And nakita nyo na walang nanalo sa slate nyo sa LP, no? So, how did you feel in that moment na nakita nyo walang pumasok sa inyo dun sa senatorials? 
as I said when I met with my volunteers after, there are some defeats that are actually victories in themselves. And the fact that, for example, I was able to garner 6.3 million votes, a newbie with no background in politics, no network, no ground crew and all that. I felt that that in itself was a major achievement. Uh, by the way, uh, correct ko lang, that, that slate was not an LP slate. And oh, I sorry, myself sir. am not organic. Okay. And, I, and I'd like the public to know this as well. I'm not a member of the Liberal Party, although they did take me in as a guest candidate in 2019. I'm happy to announce that I am now part, for the first time in my life, I'm now part of a new young political party. It's called KANP. Katipunan ng nagkakaisang Pilipino. It's comprised mostly of young people who really want to have a new kind of politics. Tama na yung mga trapo, tama na yung mga political dynasty. Ang gusto namin ay magkaroon ng tunay na politikang pang Pilipino. And I'm very happy and excited to be a part of this new party. Right. Thank you for clearing that up, Attorney Chell. And thank you for answering all my uh, questions here this afternoon. Sobrang alam kong busy-busy kayo today. So I will actually let you go. However, if there is one last thing you want to leave uh, my listeners with on this podcast, now is your chance. Um, first of all, maraming salamat, Chino, sa pagkakataon at sa inyong panyaya. Ako po si Chell Jok, no? At yung iba ay kilala ko, hindi dahil ako isang abogado o guro o ama. Ang kapagkakilala niya sa akin ay dahil sa ngipin ko. Kasi tuwing pinag-usapan natin yung issues ng bayan, pinunan nila yung ipin ko. Pero alam nyo, okay lang sa akin yon Pero kung pag-uusapan nila yung ipin ko, edo dapat pag-usapan din natin yung bungi at bulok sa sistema natin dito sa Pilipinas. Ako naman ay talagang willing na willing magserbisyo, lalong-lalo na pagdating sa hustisya. Dahil ang paniwala ko, dapat may kagat ang hustisya. At dapat mengipin ang batas. Maraming salamat po, Chell Jokno po. Alright, thank you so much, Attorney Chell Jokno. Thank you. And that's a wrap for this week's episode of the Class Clown Podcast. I would like to thank once again my very special guest, Attorney Chell Guys, in case you didn't know, I put on my very best polo shirt for this. Just so you know uh, that it was very important. Nakaboxers lang ako sa baba, but he doesn't have to know that, right? <laughs> I'd like to thank him for taking time out of his schedule to talk to me. He's a very busy man, and for some reason, he's picked my little podcast out of the many podcasts he could have done out there. He, I am one of the select few he's decided to grace his presence with. And hopefully, I've made the most out of his time and I've been able to entertain him and keep him uh, motivated to run for... Se- it sounds like I, I, just, I, I just don't want him to be demotivated. You know, I don't want him to regret being on this podcast. There we go. That's what I'm trying to get out. Baka... Baka sabihin niya mamaya, tangin na, yoko na, give up na ako sa buhay kasi kinausap ko itong baboy na to. No, no. We are trying to run a tight ship here. We are trying to run a tight ship here. This is why I am very glad that I have somebody somebody like him on my podcast. So now, all the other guests have to be good now. That's it. 
No, no more comedy around the world segment. That's done. Nobody cares about comedy in other countries anymore. It's only top tier people, right? I can't, I can't fucking interview people who are, are bad at their jobs now. This, this, is, this is not work. Okay, I'm not gonna do any more obscure topics. Next guest, Nathan Vico Soto. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, or 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 Jarvis from Survivor season one. So that's the kind of caliber we have to attain here. Chell Jokno and then Jarvis from Survivor season one. Uh, I am an idiot, but hopefully you enjoy my stupidity on a weekly basis. Thank you again for keeping company, keeping me in the background, keeping me with your company. You know what I'm trying to say. And hopefully you tune in next week as I talk to more people about more random things uh, only here on the Class Clown Podcast. Guys, if you like the content that I am giving out and you think that I deserve a little something-something for my efforts, then please head over to linktr.ee slash chinosupersized. Again, that's linktr.ee slash chinosupersized. The link will be in the description below. It has all the links to all my affiliates, Lazada, Shopee, Amazon. You can even ask for a shout-out. You can even buy me a coffee. You can do so many things to help this podcast out. But the main thing you can actually do is follow my podcast on Spotify. Just click the little follow icon right there, um, and it'll tell you when a new episode is out. Once again, this has been a Podcast Network Asia production, powered, of course, by Podmetrics. I am Chino Liao. Goodbye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>